Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast, Minnesota heavyweight Jimmy the Bull Barnes stops by to preview his fight on the July 23rd top-ranked Rapiz Boxing ESPN Plus card in Hinkley. Barnes, one and two as a pro, takes on his friend and fellow Pine City native Colton Warner, four and one, in a compelling battle of the big guys. A father of three, Barnes talks about his upcoming fight, his hectic work and training schedule, and more. I hope you enjoy the interview. Thanks for joining the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. My co-host is Brian Johnson. Uh, This episode, we're joined by Jimmy Barnes out of uh, Front Street Training Center in Barnum. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for having me. So we've been talking to fighters about the upcoming show in Hinkley, uh, top rank ESPN plus Rapiz boxing show. Um, You're going to be facing another one of your buddies from Pine City, it sounds like, Colton Warner. Um, yes, what can sir, you tell yeah. us about how that came about? Colton told us a little bit, and it sounds like um, it maybe came about because you you were talking to somebody, and they said, "Were well, you really, really willing to fight him?" Can you, you know, you better to explain it than than me. Can you tell yeah. us? Yeah. So I mean, I've always had the kind of an opportunity, like, oh, the what if if you and Colton ever fought? You know, how how awesome would that be? And you know, at the time, we were just you know, I my thought was is like, oh, he's 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 my good friend. I'm not gonna fight my good friend. I fight anyone else. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I knew as our careers progressed that uh, eventually it would keep keep getting brought up. And then when uh, I, I messaged Corey because I was like, hey, I really want on this card. You know, I've been training super hard. I got my weight down. You know, everything's you know, every, everything in my life has come together um and uh i'm just ready to fight and he's like oh yeah he's like well just kind of hang out and um he's like well too bad you can't fight colton warner too bad you guys are too good of friends I'm like well <laughs> what, what's the offer Corey? you know kind of deal and uh and then literally after that when he gave me the offer i was like all right i'm just gonna i'm gonna call Cor- uh, colton and uh call jeff just to make sure this is okay and this is something that they'd be all right with uh with doing because you know because we've been such good friends for a long time mm-hmm. yeah for sure. yeah when, uh, what was colton's reaction was it just right away he said yeah i'm up for it or i think he was more surprised than anything uh that that I was even like, you know, like what, like you weren't even of, of discussion. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know. Well, well, here I am. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, I just, we, I think we wanted to make sure that there was going to be no bad blood or, you know, it's not going to ruin a friendship and, you know, cause we've been, you know, friends for so long and they've helped me with a few a lot and, you know, and stuff. So. Yeah. He definitely so- had nothing but good things to say about you and your friendship over the years. And I know I commented about your playful banter back and forth where, uh, you know, you, you were like, yeah, you're going to be looking at the lights from the, you know, from the canvas. And, you know, it's, it's cool to see it uh, where it's not like just genuine bad blood, you know, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it sounds like both of you guys are competitors and you put it aside for the fight and give the fans a war. And then afterwards go back to being friends. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that was, I think that's one of the number one things we want to make sure on. And, uh, yeah, as soon as I, I knew it was going to start at some point, you know, the, the banter back and forth. He was going to post something, and I'm like, uh-uh, nope. 
and uh yeah so i so i came back with it and uh yeah it, it's all good i have nothing but mad respect for for colton uh for for jeff and, and the whole family i love them all so how long have you guys known each other did you go to high school together or yeah. grade school or yeah we went to uh well i mean i think he kind of you know he, he did different schools and stuff at times but uh he, he had a farm up there in pine city and uh i, I just you know kind of randomly through other friends kind of met him and you know, became good friends with him. And, uh, you know, we, uh, like he said in his podcast, we, we boxed out in his deck and mm -hmm. we did. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it just kind of evolved from there. And we always, uh, remained friends and kind of kept with each other and we followed each other's careers. I, I started out in the MMA world. Um, and, uh, he's, he's always been a big supporter. We've sparred together and trained together and, you know, talked and, uh, I, I just recently, well, not recently now, but I, I went through a divorce and he's, uh, he, he was super supportive. The whole family was, and, and it, it, it's just, you know, it, it's been amazing, made amazing friendship. And I'm so blessed to be able to uh, bring it to Pine City and kind of where we all started and kind of grew up and uh, to bring this, this, uh, this clash. Yeah. yeah I imagine I was both of you will have tons of fans. Oh, that'll yeah. be fun. Oh yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely you know I'm I'm I still live here. I, I he's I think he's down down south, but I still live here, and and I I can't walk through Walmart without like, hey, you're fighting on ESPN, you're fighting Colton. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely think that, uh, and like I told uh, Corey, and and even I talked with Jeff, his dad. I'm like, that place is going to be packed just to come, you know, just to see us too, because we were both popular athletes in the area growing up too. So. Yeah, I was joking with Colton that they should make this the heavyweight championship of Pine City or something. Make a belt. <laughs> they could do that, this up. Uh, really do this up if they wanted to. That would be awesome. That would be really cool. Yeah, you mentioned. Uh, I guess there's two things I wanted to definitely talk to you about. One was, uh, you know, you've been on an. It seems like a just a mission when I've been watching you and all your posts lately, where um, you just I don't know when it exactly started, but it seems like you, you started working out. Um, you know, I think you were always working out, but I mean, you just like, it's, it definitely seems like you elevated your game um, yeah, within the last six months to a year. And, you know, you, you mentioned, you know, you've lost a lot of weight. Um, you know, you're down there with the guys at work and I mentioned it to Colton. I said, I don't know how you're doing it because, you know, from working and uh, training fighters out of front street um, to trying to, you know, do your own working out and getting ready for a fight. That's got to be a lot on your plate, especially if you're driving long distances. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, uh, I, I drive a crazy amount every day. Um, you know, I start my day, like recently, the last couple of months, I start my day uh, in Pine City uh, and I drive to St. Paul. I'm a bodyguard out of, out of, out of St. Paul. And then after that, I go right to work, Jim, and then I go right back to, you know, Pine City to do it all over again. Uh, on certain days, I'm driving from, like, when I'm doing the gym, like, I'm, I'm leaving St. Paul and driving from St. Paul all the way to Barnum and teaching class, uh, working out at my gym, and then, you know, going to sleep, you know, starting all over while being a single father of three kids, you know, so it's just yeah. like... A, you know, and I have a big responsibility to that gym and, and, and I, you know, I have a big responsibility to those kids, uh, you know, to still be there and inspire. And, you know, that's, that's been a big, big thing for me and a big drive for me. Um, 
you know, I, I've, I've faced a couple of my last fights. I, I faced some losses I shouldn't have faced. Um, you know, I could wrap 500 excuses around it. Um, you know, I could say what happened or nerves or, you know, going through my divorce. There's just a lot of things I could have, I could have wrapped into, into it, but, uh, ultimately I didn't show up and, uh, that that's going to change come July 23rd. Yeah, we, uh, I, I'm sure you'll both have your A game. So it'll be, it'll be fun to watch. We were just Absolutely. talking before about your three-year-old twin sons. And then you have yeah. a, an older, an, was it a, a daughter? Uh, yep. She's older. Yep. yep. So tell yep. us about yep. that. Uh, that, that must be, you know, obviously keeps you busy and I'm sure they're your pride and joy as well. Absolutely. You know, they're, uh, you know, they've been through so much the last year. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it really, Sean was talking about what kind of drove me to kind of just go, you know, farther and farther. I, I was originally, I was signed with Fury Fighting Championship. I was going to fight for them. And, uh, you know, I just kept working and kept working and kept losing the weight. And, you know, they've been one of my biggest drives um, because they, you know, they deserve the best me. And the best me is getting in the best shape and, and, and competing. And, uh you know, that's been one of my, my biggest drives and, I, and I'm just really excited for this opportunity. Awesome. How did, uh, how did front street come about? Cause I, maybe I'm wrong, but I thought that the circle of discipline guys had something to do with getting that up and running. Um, uh, no, they actually have their own, they have like a fight camp. Uh, it's literally like half a block from my gym. <laughs> okay. Um, and they, they had a they had a program going there too and and stuff and then COVID hit. I actually started my gym during the pandemic, <laughs> and wow. uh, I originally did it so um, I, I had a place to train, um, you know, because all the gyms were shutting down and I wasn't able to train. I got sick of training out of a garage, you know. I found a good deal and uh, you know just kept building the gym from there. And then I you know I I I slowly realized what I really wanted to do with this and what I wanted to do with boxing and fighting all together. And that was to inspire youth. And, uh, that's been my, you know, that's been my biggest drive ever since. And the, and the gym has grown and, you know, we've had multiple, uh, you know, amazing, you know, accomplishments out of there from, from some of the girls and guys out of our gym. So. Yeah. I remember the first, uh, amateur event I was at where I saw some fighters from your gym and I was kind of like, all right. I mean, like it was, it just seemed like they showed up ready and on a really high level, like from the very beginning, even if they lost fights, they were, they were competing at a very high level. Um, you know, and I did get a chance to talk to Willow uh, once um, before the silver gloves. So that was really cool. And I met her and her dad. Um, and I told him, I said, you know, it's, it's kind of a wish of mine to be able to visit as many gyms as possible. And there's so many in the state now. That I'm like, man, I've, I've got my work cut out for me because <laughs> um, there's so many of them. But uh, if if you're the one who started, you started during the pandemic. What was that like? I mean, uh, you know, and, and have you had loosened restrictions that were existing during the pandemic now? Or are you kind of just back to what normal? Um, you know, we're pretty back to normal. Um, you know, I, we uh, we say if you have a cough or cold, please, you know, just, you know, don't come in, you know, I mean, it happens. We don't want, we don't want stuff spreading and uh, we do an amazing job at uh, cleaning and wiping stuff off and, you know, and stuff like that. So we have a very, very, very clean atmosphere there. And uh, you know, it's uh, the pandemic hit us and we we're forced to shut down. Um, 
you know, it, it hurt us obviously, but uh, you know, it, the, the support you gain through what you do and, you know, people come back. So, it, so it definitely helps. What are the hours uh, for your gym? For those who don't know who might be in the Barnum area, you know, maybe they're looking to come and check it out. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have our kids, uh, we call it little bowls boxing. Um, it's uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and that's from five to five forty-five. Um, and then we have uh, Monday through Friday, uh, six to around 8 p.m. Uh, is our comp team boxing and stuff like that. And then I do lots of personal training on the outside too. So nice. Yeah. Um, so I, on, a, on a joke side, and maybe it's not that funny, but I was thinking how someone was commenting about how your walls are red recently in a post. And they were like, <laughs> I hate red now. And you were like, it's a great color. And I was like, is that to hide the blood from the sparring? No. <laughs> No, that's uh, so that's uh, one of the coaches, Mark Goad. Uh, he's been with me since the beginning. Um, he he helped me build the gym. He helped me, you know, get it started and you know and stuff. And uh, yeah, he just really got sick of red because I mean, I that's all I am, you know, red and black for for my you know Jimmy the Bull stuff. And I just I'm like, mm. let's paint it all red. And he's like, no more red, no more red. And I'm like, more. Red. <laughs> well, it's a good looking gym. I mean, you know, you know, red's it's a bold color, right? And uh, yeah. but it looks good, man. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. We're, uh, we're very, very proud of it up there and uh, we, uh, we love what we do. That's for sure. You mentioned that you uh, had an MMA background. Are you now strictly boxing or is that still something in your back, you know, like you would entertain if opportunities came along or. Uh, absolutely. You know, I would, uh, you know, I, I was actually looking to, so what, before I accepted the, the fight with Colton, I had a couple of fights that I was, fighting with fury they ended up getting moved so i've literally been in fight camp since the end of april so really you know maybe took like a week off but other than that i've been doing two days you know and then you know obviously the last five weeks i've been doing three days and and just going going crazy so it's uh yeah and and then uh, when i got this opportunity i asked for the be able to fight for this and they said absolutely so you can do it i see your sport in the work shirt um yep. awesome i i haven't actually met the owners of the gym yet in person i i did go down there one time um and i interviewed robbie lloyd before uh, the last canterbury card um okay. but I, I got to be in the gym and actually kind of see the size of it and get a feel for it um it's it always has that uh unique look to it from that strip that green strip where the people are pushing stuff and running back and forth where it didn't matter. Like, you know how you have the red walls in your gym and there's this, you know, kind of like solid black, if I remember right. And, um, but everything I've seen in there from, you know, their posts and to my brief visit is it's a no nonsense place, man. Like they get in there and they get to work. I mean, hence the name, right. Work. Um, but no, they- you know, who do you know there and who are you working with there? Are they part of your team? You know, they're going to be in your corner. Uh, boxer out of there. His name is Terrence Walker. He's a professional. He's had a lot of amateur background. He's been one of my main sparring partners and he's been amazing. This camp, he's, he's big, tall guy, really, really fast. So it, you know, it was very, very, very nice to, uh, you know, and he kind of emulated Colton's different styles and different things. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was a lot of fun. I've had a dip, you know, and then some other guys that were super big and taller and, and then uh, another guy out of there, Tommy Peterson, um, he, he's an MMA fighter. I actually fought him one of my last amateur uh, fights, and he's one of the ones that inspired me to really go crazy with my striking because my striking wasn't so good um, at the time. 
uh, I, I was, I come from a high, I'm a high level wrestler, high level jujitsu guy. So, it, you know, or not, I wouldn't say high level jujitsu, but I, I've competed at high levels. And um, yeah, so that was been my background. And I, I had one piece missing and I just became so obsessed with boxing and so, so obsessed with it and uh, had a really amazing pro debut, you know, against a, you know, pretty solid fighter. And uh, yeah, it's been kind of ever since. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what it was. Maybe you can refresh my memory. Um, you had a fight um, on TV, and I want to say it was during COVID. It was during the bubble or something. I think maybe you were out west or something. And um, I think you had you were sporting the Mohawk. I don't know. You got your hat on right now. I don't know if you have it. But <laughs> I, was, I was super excited um, to watch you just because, you know, a Minnesota fighter. I'm like, sweet. Anytime there's a Minnesota guy on TV, you know, fighting, I want to watch. Yeah. Um, but I was just curious, you know, it's so – even though I believe that was during COVID. So I don't think there were really fans there. Um, maybe you could talk about what that experience was like um, not having a ton of fans as opposed to now what it's going to be like when you know, you're expecting a packed house. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was one of one, uh, one of the fights that I, uh, that was actually top rank at the MGM grand in Las Vegas. Uh, so I fought in for top rank before um, we, we got the, I think it was like a couple of weeks, maybe even two or three weeks before, you know, I had been training, but nothing, nothing crazy. Um, and, uh, I was pretty heavy at the time. You know, I wasn't, you know, in the greatest and, uh, you know, but it was just an opportunity I couldn't say no to, you know, it was against another MMA fighter that was turned boxer. That was good. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it was one of those that, uh, it was an amazing experience. So we all flew out there. It was, uh, I had, uh, you know, Stitch Duran is my cut man and my tape guy. Like, oh, wow. Hmm. You're just living in a different world out there. And, uh, you know, and, and once I, once the, once the lights and everything kind of got on me, I was like, whoa, you know, I'm here, you know, and it kind of, you know, nerves got to you there. That's for sure. And, but I've, I've had a lot of uh, exposure to that stuff since then. So that, that doesn't bother me anymore. That Stitch uh, Duran being in your corner, it makes me think of that movie, Here Comes the Boom. And Kevin James is like, Stitch is in my corner right now. He's like, I can't believe it. You know, and he's like, says like, mm-hmm. welcome to big leagues or something. And kind of smacks him on the face. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, so that, uh, so that boat didn't go as well for me as, you know, obviously, you know, if you watched it, um, you know, I kind of just went in there and put my hands down and went forward and got punched in the face a bunch of times. <laughs> I was, I was pretty mad at myself about that boat because, you know, my, especially my last two boats, they definitely don't show my skills and ability uh at all so it's uh it's gonna be fun uh to uh fight colton you know because i know he's done a lot of work and you know he's out there with tyson fury you know sugar hill all them people and uh you know it's gonna be awesome to show people what level i really am on you know even though i don't record to support it or the the big you know working with tyson fury sure um now you you know can you give us an idea like i mentioned you know you and you just alluded to the fact that, you know, you were heavier before and you lost a lot of weight. Um, how much weight have you lost out of curiosity? Uh, when I started my journey, uh, it was, gosh, it was probably like three or four years ago. Um, I was about 380 pounds. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I was about 380 pounds. You know, I had, uh, you know, hadn't even been competing. You know, I, I basically started competing professionally and amateurly literally at probably 30 years old, 31 and I'm 34 now. So I, you know, I've had a very, very short career, um, but I, I lost all that weight and I just, you know, continuously, continuously lost it. You know, I kind of go up and down, um, 
but uh, yeah, so I've, I've lost quite a bit. Uh, at the time I had uh, type two diabetes. I had a lot of stuff going on with my liver because of my weight. Um, gosh, even four or five years, ago, two packs of cigarettes a day. Mm. Um, so yeah, I was probably one of the most unhealthy people you could think of. And, mm. uh, you know, I just, I, I got it together and, uh, you know, it's competing has been one of the biggest things for me. And I've been able to change my life, you know, change my family's lives. And, and, and ultimately what I really do all this for now is, is to inspire youth and inspire others. Awesome. So you, um, yeah, that's super, super great and admirable. Um, when you mentioned, you know, that you recently started the gym. Um, so was that just kind of give a timeline? Had you already started the, the weight loss journey or did that happen after starting the gym? Oh, uh, this was before. Uh, so the gym, I, I had already started the weight loss journey uh, before the gym and stuff. I was actually, I, I competed amateurly for a while. Um, and then I, I went to pro. And then that's when I, after my Daniel fight is when I uh, started opening up the gym. Mm-hmm. So as far as, um, you know, I, I could joke with Colton every time I talk to him about being a heavyweight and not having to worry about cutting weight um, and that he could, you know, he jokes and says, yeah, I'm going to be eating cheeseburgers and stuff. But, you know, for someone like you, who's like, you're on this health journey where you already lost a ton of weight and you don't have to make weight, you know, when you're heavyweight. Um, yeah. What is that? What is the diet like? I mean, are, you know, you mentioned type two diabetes and stuff. And, uh, you know, have you had to do research on your own? Are there people like a nutritionist that's helping you? Oh, uh, yeah. At the time, in, in the beginning, it was, uh, you know, my doctor kind of gave me a whole list of what I could eat, you know, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so literally, so, so what happened was the original start of the journey, um, I was about, yeah, 375, 380, and had all those issues. Uh, I kind of felt bad for myself and, you know, kind of whined about it for about a day. And uh, then I just went nuts. I literally just completely, you know, changed my diet and everything. And I went down to about 280 in about four months. Wow. And I, yeah, I had, you know, hadn't lost much strength. And I don't know what, you know, how, how it happened. You know I mean? It's just, I basically locked myself and just continuously worked out. And once I got there, I, uh, the, the type two diabetes was pretty much gone and it's been stable ever since. I've never had to worry about it. I've can, you know, go binge eat cheeseburgers if I want to, and it doesn't do anything. So, um, yeah, and everything just kind of corrected itself and, uh, got back to, uh, what it was supposed to be and, you know, through hard work. So. Cool. So that's the nutrition side, as far as the, the boxing skill side, um, you know, you, we always obviously talked about just getting into physical shape, you know, with you going to work, is that where you're also getting, you know, your boxing training where you're working on, like, I know you mentioned some sparring out of there, but yep. you know, like as far as, you know, who's going to be in your corner, your coach, like, are you doing um, any of your training up while you're in front street or, or not? Uh, so, so this camp um, I wanted to, you know, th- th- this fight to me, you know, this is the, you know, the biggest fight of my life, not, not only because of the, the platform it's on, uh, but because I get another opportunity on top rank and I get another opportunity to pursue what I do and to inspire him to do it. And, and I get to do it. I get to punch one of my good friends in the face. So that's, that's another. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to solely focus on just 
everything I needed to. So I stepped away from my gym for like the last probably six weeks. I've taught in a few classes here and there, but I've had people cover and then, you know, different guest coaches and, you know, Al Sands has helped me. Mark Goad's helped me. Uh, Dakota Goad is my assistant coach. He's, he's a good boxer, really good coach. Um, you know, so a lot of people have stepped up to help me where I can solely focus on this fight. And I've literally been at work gym six days a week, um, you know, just going insane and, you know, sparring multiple, multiple times per week and, and just becoming in that dog, dog shape. They've got yeah. some pretty uh, big names, you know, at least locally here, fighting out of there, um, you know, from Marlon Sims to Nick Compton to Tony Woods. Um, and I'm sure there's many more that I probably don't know that are there um, yep. working out. What's, what's that like being in an atmosphere with guys like that who are, you know, who are already, you know, like you competing on a little bit higher level. Does that yep. add uh, to the drive? Like, you know, when someone's at a, maybe like a title box and not to rip on them, but you know, you're looking at people that are more just trying to get into shape and stuff, maybe yep. not fight, but it seems like a gym, like work, you're looking around and there's a lot of fighters, you know, that yep. are actually in the gym. Um, yep. What's that atmosphere like? Oh, uh, literally there's a, <laughs> that place is filled with killers. It, it's uh, it, it's unreal. And, and, you know, killers and drillers, those, those guys are, those guys are literally just, just their, perfecting that craft and you know delico does an amazing job and, and he it, it, i i think it's hard i think it's awesome as a coach that you know i can kind of look up to him as a coach also because he he's he's there for so many fighters you know i don't think the guy takes a break you know i you know i think he's he's constantly trying to help make people better and he is like and he he knows what he's doing and uh you know and maurice is the same way he's super good and and uh, those guys just care about what they do. And, it, and it's amazing. That's why I keep going back. I've, you know, for the last probably two years, I've, I've had a lot, of, I've had some different coaching and you know, I went up to, I've done some stuff with Joe Lorenzi. I've done stuff. Uh, I worked a lot, a lot with Joey Abel for a long time. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I had, you know, I had a bunch of different coaches, you know, Ray Nelson, you know, helped me for a while and you know, just so much different stuff I've had kind of thrown at me and, I'm now I'm able to use what Delico's taught me also in the last, you know, whatever year and really, really start to get what he's taught me. And uh, it's amazing. And it's really shown in my sparring and it's really shown, uh, you know, especially now that I can keep up with what I, what I do. So. So yeah, we're on fight week right now. Um, what's the outlook for your week? Uh, this, you know, for this last week going into training camp, it sounds like, we were just talking to one of the, the out-of-state fighters, Anthony Garrett, who's going to be driving in from Kansas City um, to face Caminati. Um, he, I think he's coming in on Thursday. What's the, uh, the lineup for – are you guys doing, like, the weights the day before? Um, you know, is – can you just I, give I, us an outline? I haven't even been given a fight week schedule yet. <laughs> so oh, okay. I, I'm not sure what, uh, what – you know, from what I know, we're, we're kind of slated to be coming in on Thursday. Okay. Um, you know, from there, I, I have no clue. Um, I'm just, you know, the, the work's going to continue, you know, for me, uh, I'm not, stop, you know, it's fight week, but you know, I'm still going to keep going at that pace I've been going and, and to, uh, be ready for, uh, Mr. Colton there. I haven't mm -hmm. asked any other fighters this, but what's that like? I mean, even in your home state, you're sort of like in a foreign land, you know, you go to another city. Well, it's supposed for you, it's not that far, but if right. you're going and staying in a hotel, you know, a, away from home um 
trying to keep your mind focused, you know, and all that. What's that experience like? Cause I mean, you've been a fighter, you've gone out of state before. Yep. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I've, uh, you know, for a while I dealt with a lot of nerve stuff and, you know, and, and getting whatever for these fights and stuff. And it, uh, more and more you away from home, obviously it takes away from your comfortability. You know, you, you get, uh, you know, you don't know how to handle those feelings, especially as an amateur. I had no idea how to, <laughs> how to really hold, you know, get those feelings because I didn't have, you know, 50, 60 boxing, you know, bouts, you know, so where I could, you know, to really, really hone that stuff or even amateur bouts for that, for that matter. So every fight has been a learning experience and, you know, and, and getting better. And, uh, you know, the, the big thing with that is, is I just kind of escape. I just don't, um, you know, yeah, I'm fighting Colton. Yeah. He's, you know, he's four and one. Yeah. He's, you know, he's done all these things. Uh, he's just another fight to me. You know, I've, I, I haven't, uh, I haven't, uh, picked my fighters. You know, I I've literally been, I'll fight anyone and anyone, you know, and I know he will too. Um, you know, he, he's, he's, he's a beast too. And, uh, you know, I know he would fight everyone, but I've, uh, I've had a lot of experience fighting good people and, you know, and I'm, I'm ready to show what I can do. Colton mentioned it was actually a little difficult for him, um, trying to get opponents. Um, and that doesn't mean that, you know, they were afraid to fight him or anything like what we were talking about, um, with, um, with Anthony. And then we mentioned a little bit with Cayman also is sometimes, uh, it's difficult though to lure a guy in when they're doing other things they're working full time. They've got families to support. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's great that, you know, you were able to, to make this fight happen because it sounded like both of you guys needed a fight, you know, and you yep. wanted a fight. Um, is it, is it hard? Like, you know, from your side of the side of it, when you're seeking to get your next fight, um, you know, he was mentioning that he was trying to entice guys in, you know, by offering them a little bit more money. Um, and for whatever reason, you know, people are not accepting. Um, have you had similar experiences where you're trying to get fights and it's just difficult? Um, you know, I mean, uh, that's one of the things that I've kind of come to realize is there, there are a lot of these promoters and stuff think of me as the B side guy. Um, you know, they think of me as the guy, okay, he'll come in and give them some tough rounds, you know, we'll pay him a little extra. So I really don't have problems finding fights. I could probably fight every week, you know, for the most wow. part, especially boxing. Boxing is super easy to find, you know, people have reached out to me. I've had PBC offers. I've had, you know, just multiple, I mean, obviously being put in front of people that are very, very tough and, you know, sure I'll do it. But most of the time I wasn't ready at the time or, or whatever. And now when I got the offer, I, I had a feeling something was going to come about, you know, I was going to be put against someone a little more tough, you know, uh, when it comes, you know, for this July card, if I, if I were to be accepted or given an opportunity. So that's why I went crazy and, you know, I was ready for it. And then as soon as I got the call, I'm like, Ooh, it's going to be cold. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Dance. Hey, maybe we can get you on one of those PBC cards at the Armory sometime. That would be fun. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's that would be. Yeah, I heard that's. A, I haven't been there for for a fight, but I I've seen it and it looks like an amazing atmosphere to fight in. So yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely a, a, you know just looking around. It's it's something else. You know, it's it's a perfect type of building for boxing. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This Great. fight. Uh, yeah, this fight is, you know, I, uh, I, I know going into it, you know, I've even 
I've dealt with it the last probably two or three weeks. Uh, people are, people are writing off the bull and, uh, it, and it's one of those, <laughs> they, they did that with Danielle, you know, in my Showtime fight that I fought and, mm-hmm. you know, show and, uh, I, you know, I even think Colton, Colton knows that what, what I'm capable of and, uh, and he's confident in himself and I'm confident in myself, but I think it's going to be an amazing fight. You know, I wouldn't blink. No, no. Anytime heavyweights are in the ring, don't blink. Don't go for your beer or your popcorn when the heavyweights are in the ring. And these fights, I think, uh, like yours and I believe Cayman's and Anthony Garrett's fight, I think are going to be like the first is kind of what Colton had said. I don't know if there's an official lineup yet or not, but yeah, that'll be kicking things off with a bang. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, get, get there on time, boxing fans that are going up there that, that are listening, because I know. on tv you see it all the time with pay-per-views where there's nobody in the arena it seems like they're all out drinking or something and then as it gets closer to the main events then people filter in and get in their seats and i'm sure there's got to be an element of that as well at the casino but i wouldn't i wouldn't want to miss this fight so i'd say get in your seats early people (laughs) absolutely yeah it's uh i I, from what i've been seeing and i know i know colton um he's been training crazy hard and uh you know, I think a lot of people have seen that I've, I, I've, he's going to get everything I have, everything I got, I'm going to leave in that ring, uh, July 23rd. And, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to see. Absolutely. Hey, you know, I, I, I love the lighter weight guys. I'm, I'm old enough. I grew up watching guys like Sugar Ray Leonard and Marvelous Marvin Hagler, Tommy Hearns. I love those guys, but I tell you what, there's nothing like seeing the heavyweights. Yep. Seeing those heavyweights in the ring and you know, he came in Audi. We talked to him. He's not the biggest heavyweight in the world, but the guy can punch with both hands. We saw that in the Dennis Reyes fight. And like you said, don't blink. It's always fun to see the big guys in the ring. Especially two in shape guys. It's nice. It's really for nice. Sure. To... <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, yeah, your, hey, your weight loss has been, <laughs> what's that? No, oh, you getting saying, the hand I'm signal? Getting the, I'm getting the hand signals from my wife here. I have to head off pretty soon and pick up, pick up one of my daughters. But uh, so okay, uh, well, yeah, we can wrap it up. Uh, I just wanted to say thanks again, Jimmy. Um, if you had any sponsors, uh, you, you know, or friends or gym people that you want to give shout outs to, I just want to give you an opportunity to do that. But I also just wanted to say that your uh, your weight loss journey on social media is really inspiring, man. So everything you're yeah. doing, even though it's outside of the ring, is uh, is great. I know you said that you're doing a lot of this stuff to help inspire the youth and keep it up, man, because I think you are. Yeah, uh, 100%. I really appreciate that. Uh, I, I look forward to this fight and uh, look forward to uh, putting on uh, one of the fights of the year. Outstanding. Hey, Jimmy, it was really nice talking to you. Best wishes to you and your family. I look forward to meeting you in person at the fights. And Absolutely. Look forward um, to it. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, Brian. You better John. go. You don't want to get yelled at. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Have a good night.